Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, Keisha. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for the welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you got a chance to listen last week because I know I, I threw it out there several times how much we missed you last week, so... Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, guys. So, what'd you say? I said I missed you guys too. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Um, interesting week, I would say. Um, before we, oh, for those who are new here, welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful. This week is for the week of November first through November 5th, and um, I don't know, we got some stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, but before we do this, we do have some sad news, I don't know if you want to say anything about it, Keisha, but if, if you do, we can, because I know a lot of folks probably used to hear what we used to hear. Oh, yeah, yep, so my my baby Spencer passed away, Um, he had a... He had heart disease. We found out. By the time we found out about it, it was it w- there wasn't any anything the vet could do for him. Um, they gave him two weeks to a month to live, but he only actually only lasted out the week. So, oh, we're so sad to hear about that. No yeah. why you know I bring it up because every time we did our podcast. Spencer would definitely make an appearance mm-hmm. in the background, so he would be truly missed. Yes, he was very talkative <laughs> and very vocal. He had strong feelings about these soaps. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. So if you don't hear the little kitty in the background anymore, that's the reason why. So we're going to yeah. miss you, Spencer. Yes, we are. All right. So um, what we normally do in the first half of the show, we'll talk about the young and the restless. And then the second half of the show, we'll talk about the bold and the beautiful. And then we have a, a, a section at the end of the show where it's called flip the script, where if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, without further ado, let's jump into this. So, for the week of November 1st, for the Young and the Restless, Abby continued to have faith that Chance was alive. Mariah confessed that she wished she was Dominic's mom. Billy and Lily clashed over his plan to blackmail the Newmans with Gaines' allegations against Victor and Adam. And Sutton unsuccessfully attempted to uh, manipulate Amanda. Now, there was something else big that happened this week, too, and that's between, which they didn't mention in the summary, which was also a decision made between Nick and Phyllis, too. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, which, uh, what piece do you want to start with first? Um, let's start with Abby. Okay. So, what's your thoughts on on this whole thing. I, I'm, I was, let me tell you, I happened to see Monday's episode 
And so my kids is home and I was so flustered and fed up. My daughter was like, I heard mom in there yelling at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) I said, what did you hear? She was like, you said something about this storyline is ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, well, she heard me. What do you think about this? Um, kind of like I said last time, I just feel like this is another way of dragging out this whole, um, chant or yeah, chance storyline of not really knowing what's happening or what happened to him. Um, and I'm just, like I've said before, I'm just tired of it. So I, I'm, we know that because they haven't found a body, we know in soap world, not finding a body means that that person is probably going to pop back up. So I don't believe that Chance is dead, just like Abby doesn't believe he's dead. Um, But we do see it it looks like Devon is um, Devon is is, her and Devon are are getting I I won't say they're getting closer but like he wants to be there for Abby. Like he, he feels the need to be there for her and to take care of her and to take care of the baby. Um and Amanda seems to to be okay with it but it's like Devon she's got an entire family for her your your girlfriend is about to testify against her grandfather like I feel like that might be a little bit more important for you um so it's just making me wonder if the writers are trying to are are eventually going to move into an area of where Amanda starts to get fed up with um excuse me starts starts to get fed up with Devon and his constant feeling to be there for Abby. Yeah, I I I I'm glad that you went there because that was the biggest thing this week. It was one thing that Mariah was hoping that she wishes she was Dominic's mom. But mm-hmm. then Devon is it's like, dude, I mean, she got one of she's surrounded by one of the pop most biggest powerful families. Mm-hmm. that's in GC which is Victor Newman and then the Abbots. Right. You know, so it's like Devon, what do you you got you got a whole nother life. The only thing that you're connected in this situation, yes, you're a friend, but you're Dominic's godfather, but that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She got her mama there, she got her father there. And if anybody else could show up, whether it's Nikki, whether it's Jack, whether it's um, Victoria, anybody else, she got a whole legion of people that could come to her aid. It just seemed like he's trying to be like a hero, supportive, but it's just like it's it's too much. It's too much. You're doing too much. Mm hmm. You know, and I'm like, like you just said, his girlfriend has one of the biggest cases that could impact a big part of her life and her, her newfound family's life with Sutton. And that man just came up in there trying to set her up and your focus is elsewhere. You need mm-hmm. to be protecting your girlfriend. Yep. Totally agree. And it, and it, I know Amanda right now is like, oh, you know, go do and help and stuff. And I'm like, girl, at what point are you going to say, you know what, I understand there's some stuff going on over there, but I need you here. Yeah, she's being too nice. What we used to say about Lily, and you see where that got her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> that later. 
but you know, it's just like Devon, come on, you ain't her husband. Right. You ain't her boyfriend, you ain't her husband. That that girl got a whole husband that she's crying over, dreaming about, and everything else for right now. That's why I'm I'm not sure if they're going because there is they're they're projecting and I've seen it all over the spoilers that they found a new guy to play Chan, so obviously he's coming home. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by how nobody believes Abby and they're treating her like she's crazy. And then all of a sudden he's going to come back home and everybody look like an egg on their face, which is for Devon. I'm glad because now with, with chance, if they eventually bring him on, everybody can just go about their business. Right. You know, and that includes Mariah too, because now that Abby is by herself, everybody is over there. That's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, Mariah, what about, go ahead. I was gonna say, and what about how Devon was going off about how um, Chance had no business going on a a new mission or accepting a new mission, and he has a wife, and he told Abby to which some of it I can understand where he's coming from. Like, why would you like? Did you really need to volunteer for this mission? Did you really need to go? But the way he was going off about it, it was like, Ooh, you need to pull it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was pissed. And yeah. it was like, I can't believe he took this job. It's incredibly blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I'm a little bit on the op. I know, like you say, you can understand that he have to take this job. But this is what his job consists of. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like Nina was saying, Nina was like, I've been waiting for these days. Because she know what her son is involved in. Abby right. signed up for this too. You know what your husband did for a living. Yeah. Anytime, so, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Anytime somebody signs up for a um, a career that could risk their lives, they know what they're signing up for. And mm-hmm. at the same time, the spouses in this situation, when you date or marry a person in whatever field that is. Mm-hmm. You also have to have an expectation of what could be that, and especially if that person is passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. So for Devon to come up in there talking about his job, and I'm like, dude, you ain't got no place to talk about what this man do for a living. He's been doing this for years. Right. Even before he married um, Abby. So stop. <laughs> right. Right. But go here. I was just going to say, really, um, what should have been happening was people should have been, in my opinion, people should have been advising Abby against going through with the whole surrogacy thing until Chance came back. Yeah, but then that goes back to the stupid storyline you and I have been talking about on this podcast for the last 10, 12 months. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you know that this you're going to take this guy off the show, why would you create this whole thing up and go on this long because it'll be different if they did the whole like you said with the surrogacy mm-hmm. and then just say a month or two later he comes back home or whatever they spent almost a year because like I said Danny Boaz was fired or let go at the end of December we're coming up on December in another month less than that so it's like they missed that's why I can't I, I really can't stand this story <laughs> I really can't stand this story. And I've been saying this for months. You know, so 
you know, like you were saying, I mean, why create this whole surrogacy and, you know, and, and the people in it is just too close. They're too close. You know what I mean? But go yep. ahead. What's your, what else you had to say on it? Oh, nothing really. I just, I was just comparing the, um, so like what Devon, what Devon was going off about when it mm-hmm. came to Chance and how he's got a wife and a kid and he didn't, you know, he didn't need to, to do this assignment. Um, I feel like he should have, when Abby was talking about doing the surrogacy, when knowing that Chance wasn't coming back, maybe he should have told Abby at that at that time, like, this isn't a good idea right now. Why don't you wait for your husband to come home? Like, why are you doing this when your husband has just started a mission? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I mean, and the thing is, that's why, and everybody's too close to this, because the other part of this is not only, you know, Devon fussing about this whole thing, but he's also getting close to that baby if it's his own son, because he's biologically connected to it. We saw that when they was at the coffee house. And then Mariah, wanna, you know, also is looking at this child because she has a connection to it. And it's like, that's why usually in surrogacy situations, yes, contracts are formed, but usually it's, you don't know the donor. You don't know all these people because now everybody is friends with each other and they get to see this baby every day. Mm-hmm. There's this connection that's built. And looking at Mariah and Devon, it's just like, okay, who going to get them first? <laughs> it's, just like, it's like, I mean, y'all, y'all too close to this thing. Yeah, I agree. You know, but like like you just said, that you know, maybe a conversation if the writers could have put something like, mm, especially if you know that you wasn't going to hire a character to play this guy, push the surrogacy thing off until he got back home. Yeah. Or y'all hired somebody, like y'all just hired this so-called new guy. You know? Right. Girl, and I, I, here's the other thing. I don't know if you've been noticing in... um the, on on Facebook on the social media posts mm-hmm. where everybody is tripping about the fact that this baby hasn't been seen mm-hmm. <laughs> and been wrapped up one moment it looks like it's a tiny something and then they put a hat on it or something people was talking about that I'm like y'all y'all gotta get this storyline together <laughs> come on yeah I I'm ready for them to put an actual baby in there instead of the I one day I remember I was watching and it was I felt like they had the the blanket wrapped so tight that it just looked like somebody was holding um I don't know like a I can't think of something that might be the size of what I'm trying to describe but I don't know let's say it was like the the width of a couple of baseball bats like it looked way too thin for it to even be a baby exactly and it's like at least put a fake baby doll in there so you're not wrapping the blanket so where it doesn't even look like a human could fit in it right i mean <laughs> they just really just uh, like i said i've been interested in other storylines on this particular show because we've been complaining about bold on a lot of different things Mm-hmm. But this is the one storyline that I just cannot. They really has botched this storyline up, and they're trying to clean it up, and they're doing a bang up job doing it. Yeah, you know, I mean, 
why even bring Ben into this? I mean, all of that. Now this guy is gone. It's just like, come on. Writers, I mean, oh, okay. I keep, every week I do this, don't I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both do. <laughs> we both do. We get the fussing about this, but yeah, I um, they just need to clean it up. Bring this guy on, and look like they're gonna drag this thing out. We're bringing a new chance on too, and it's like, just bring the guy back, for God's sake, just yeah, bring him on, so we can get this over with. Now I am looking forward to the part where they do bring Chance in. Or uh, the guy who plays Chance, and everybody can kind of take a step back and go on to their own lives because, like I said, that's not fair to Amanda. This is one <laughs> of the the times where she really needs Devon's support, and your focus is in somebody else's house, right? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that's just my thoughts on it. Did you have anything else on them? No. Yeah, and then, you know, I mean, even with Mariah, um, I, I just, even a part of the storyline where they said, oh, we only found a ring and a watch, and we're going to confirm him dead. And it's like, really? And then you wonder why this girl is hoping for something else, because you haven't confirmed anything solid. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just bad writing on my, to me, to me, so... All right, we can move it along, girl. Okay. Unless you, oh, did you have any thoughts on how Mariah confessed that she wished she was Dominic's mom? Um, I mean, I thought she was finally getting over her, I won't say obsession, maybe that's too strong of a word, but I thought she was finally getting over those feelings, but here we go again with it. Mm-hmm. And the look, you could, the look on Tessa's face was like, you know, another look of, oh no. I thought we were past this, but I yeah. wonder if her continued, um, uh, you know, need to be around the baby is going to cause something to happen between Tessa and um, Noah. Well, you know what? Now, if they use that as a spinoff into that new storyline, okay, great. Because then that means that it's going to cause some problems and some contention. And they got to give Noah something. Yeah. You know, with him coming back to the show. So, I don't know. But speaking of Noah, he is really kind of vague about what happened. Yeah, I'm wondering what the whole deal is with him. And whatever relationship he was in when he was in London. Yeah, I'm wondering... Is it going to be a situation of um, this girl coming back to town or whoever coming back to town and they show up and they cause a problem or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah, because he's being too vague. It'll be different if he's like, oh, I fell in love and, and he tell the whole story. Then it's like, okay, cool. Well, he's just unhappy and he's getting away from his problems. But they're keeping it such so cryptic. Yeah. You know, that is something coming behind that. Yep. I agree. Yeah, so okay. All right, I guess that's it, right, with that whole crew. Um, what do you want to tackle next? Do you want to talk about Sutton and Amanda? Uh yeah, we can do that one. There wasn't that much to it, huh? 
No, it was pretty much one. What a part of one episode this week. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess it looks like because we haven't seen anything with that storyline in a very long time. It had to be probably what early October, late September, maybe. Because for, for a while, we didn't see anything related to such. We would hear about Naya being sick. But now the whole thing has come full circle with Sutton. This guy shows up at the house trying to get her to admit something on tape. Okay. Yeah. That man is a mess. Uh, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> um, I... I don't even know really what to say about this storyline. She, she's sticking to her guns, and Sutton is the same um, manipulative um, liar that he's been since he's been on the show. So, uh, I wonder if he's going to try to do something to hurt Amanda. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like what Phyllis was telling her, you need to watch your back because look what he did to your dad. Um, and he he seems to be a pretty ruthless guy and if he was willing to to go through the well, I guess it wasn't him going through the trouble but trying to get Amanda to confess, confess to something and get her on tape and to try to get all of this thrown out mm-hmm. um, in addition to some of the other little sneaky things that he's tried to do like uh, who knows maybe he would try to do something to, to shut Amanda up mm-hmm Go ahead. Hello? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, still here. Okay. Yeah, because it kind of cut out or something. Say that. Oh, like- sorry. I-, I was just saying with all the the other underhanded, sneaky stuff that that he's plotted um, in the past, uh, mm-hmm. who, who knows what he'll do. Maybe he will do something to try to shut Amanda up. If he's that, des- the, the desperation that he's gone through um, in the past to keep himself out of jail and out of trouble, I mean, Look how he used his daughter. It wouldn't be surprising if he tried to hurt Amanda to keep her quiet. Yeah, that's true. And the other thing is that's what Phyllis was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, because Phyllis was like, who's to say he doesn't, um, you know, do something to your breaks or, mm-hmm. you know, find some way to hurt you and you know Amanda was like well you know if he did that and something happened then folks gonna know you know but Phyllis had a good point she was like look at the extent that he went through to keep your father quiet Mm -hmm. who's to say he wouldn't do anything else like that now right and yeah you're his granddaughter but you guys don't really know each other so he doesn't really have that kind of connection to you and they're not on good terms either. Right. You know, because he really, even though he was trying to say, look what you're doing to my family and blah, blah, blah. The moment she told him to turn over that tape, he turned into this person that was really just disconnected, vindictive, and just like, you were disappointment. You yeah. know? So, yeah, he... I, if, I, I, if I was Amanda, she, you need to watch your back, girl. Yep. Because that guy, he's desperate. But my question is, if he didn't kill her father, her father, then why are you going through all this? Right. 
You know, if if you had the truth on your side, you wouldn't have nothing to worry about. So, yeah, yeah obviously he must be guilty. So, anywho, all right. Uh, anything else on that one? Mm, no, I would like to see more of um, Imani, though. I wish they would bring her back on. Yeah, you know what? I honestly, I think. The girl, the woman that plays Naya, mm-hmm. she is on. Is it Queen Sugar? She's uh, on some BET shows. I saw her face the other day in one of them episodes. I'm like, oh, she's busy over there. Yeah, I remember seeing her on a uh, on one of. The, I couldn't remember if it was a show on BET or if it was one of the Tyler Perry shows. Yeah, it was either For- Own or BET. It's one of the two, but I know mm-hmm. she. I, I was like that, and I had to rewind, and I'm like, that is her. So, yeah, she's she's running between two opportunities, so I don't know when we're going to see her again. I don't really, honestly, I don't really care about seeing Naya, because she's kind of, she's kind of gotten on my nerves. She's like, I feel like she's hot and cold with Amanda. Mm-hmm. She, you know, wants to, wants to be in her life one minute, wants to get to know her, and try to be a loving mother and then the next minute she's mad at her about something mm-hmm. so I could really I could really care less about seeing her anymore I, I'm more interested in Imani coming or getting more screen time yeah I feel like Naya don't do anything but whine and complain gotcha gotcha yeah I mean yeah I would like to see the sister you know her and her sisters working together and building their relationship and because I, I I was you know it would have been nice if they could have had like if Hillary and Amanda could be on you know a set of two yeah. or whatever but you know even with Amani I think that would have been cool too yeah so and you know what they still have have not um shown Imani's dad like they always talk about him what is his name? Eric or somebody? Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, Eric or something. But go ahead. I was just saying how they always mention him in conversations, but they've never um, they've never had an actor come on to portray him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll ever do that. Yeah, well, that would be interesting, but they barely trying to get... <laughs> Trying to get chance on. Let's get him on first. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get chance back first. And then Chelsea <laughs> trying to come back too, which uh, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. So um are we done with Amanda and Sutton? Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you want to do Billy Lily or do you want to be do Nick and um Nick and Phyllis. Uh, Billy and Lily. Okay. So, I agree with, who is that? Who made this statement? It was either Victor or Adam, and he was talking to, no. Somebody, he was saying, somebody said that, is the plan going to work, and and said, with everything we got going on, Billy ain't going to be able to help himself. Who said that? Was that Victor or was that Adam? I don't remember, honestly. Okay. Well, they were absolutely correct because Lily can see through this thing. Mm-hmm. 
And Lily is like, I don't want to have no part to this nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) And Billy is so blinded by the hatred of taking down Victor and Adam. Yep. That it could cost him everything, including his girlfriend. Yeah. But I'm like, I didn't, I did, but I tell you this, I did not feel sorry for Lily what, whatsoever. No, I don't feel sorry for her either. Nope. Because this man has shown you several times who he is. Right. You knew his past. So you signed up with this anyway and you figure by taking him to bed every now and then it was going to change his mind on whatever he was raving about in that moment. And it took his mind off for a good hot minute and then he was right back to being you know, crazy Billy. Yeah. Yeah, Billy is Billy is falling right into their trap like they knew he would just because they know like they know him. They know how obsessive he is when it comes to um Adam and wanting to to do whatever he can to take Adam and, and Victor down. Like Billy makes himself an easy target just because he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. So I in the in the beginning of their relationship, I was rooting for him. And I was rooting for her, for their relationship, but now it's like I just want Lily to move on. Yeah, I mean seriously, she needs to move on because um, other than that, she uh, she gonna have a sinking ship. And, and what I oh go ahead no go ahead I was gonna say what I don't understand either is it, he told Victoria and Ashlyn and whoever else that he was done with everything. Right. So I I don't get what he's so I guess now what is he trying to bring it back up because of the threat that Victor started that Victor started about trying to take down Transcom? Mm -hmm. Is that why he's going back to the um the the thing is is that and I think they set it up that way where um, they wanted him to hear that. Mm-hmm. Remember, because that all this started back in Tuscany. Because, like you said, um, he told Victoria and all of them, "I'm done with this." He even told Lily, "I made a mistake. This blew up in my face." Victoria and them knew everything. Yada yada yada. I'm gonna let it go. But then Victor threatened him. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then the conversation that Billy heard when he was talking, when Victor and Adam was talking in Tuscany, now that got him started because he's thinking he needs to protect his company because Victor is coming after them with a vengeance. But I'm like, Billy, what did you expect? Because here's the crazy thing. Just say Victoria didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And he came up there and blew up the spot. Mm-hmm. Do you actually think that Victor would have been okay with that? I mean, it wouldn't have worked neither way. And for him to actually think that Gaines bringing that, that dude all the way up there, that nothing was going to be a repercussion from that, he was stupid. Yeah, definitely. There is no way whether Victoria knew what was going on or not that Victor would have been okay 
by Billy saying, okay, I'm sorry, I let this go. Victor's like, no, you came up here to try to blow up the spot and blow up my family and mm-hmm. do everything else. I'm coming after you. And he's doing it either way. He should have just stayed out of it. Yeah. You know, because my thing is, and that's the that's the thing that used to get me about Lily. Lily did not see through this whole thing about, and we talked about it off and on as well on this podcast. Lily got caught up into this thing about this being business when this was way a lot more personal for Billy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So He's proving that over and over again that it's personal. It's personal because my thing is you were so bent on bringing, trying to take down Ashlyn Locke to tell Victoria. So what? What was he hoping for? What He was hoping that Victoria was going to kick him to the curb? Apparently so. And then what? Because you still with Lily. So it's not like you can get back with her. Well, his, his excuse was always um, his kids. kids. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want, you know, a someone like Ashlyn in his kid's life, someone that's, I guess, deceptive or whatever the case, mm-hmm. his kid's life, that was always the excuse he used because people would call him out about, you know, you need to let her go, let her live her life. You're with Lily now, you know, leave her alone. And his response is always, but, but my kids, this doesn't have to do with Victoria. It has to do with my kids. And it's like, nah, buddy, that's not what it is. You just want to try to control something. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's exactly what it was. I mean, because I can guarantee you if it was somebody else, he'd been digging in his life too. Mm-hmm. Instead of just letting that girl move on. Now, like we said before, Victoria did her tiptoeing around Billy and Lily at first. She was trying to interrupt things. But not into the extent of what Billy is doing. Right. I mean, Billy went way over the top. You know, this man is extremely volatile. He is so pissed off about what happened in the past with his father and how Ashlyn treated him. Why would you want to bring that loose cannon to a party? Yeah. You know. Um, but Lily, on the other hand, like I said, I don't feel sorry for her. She signed up for this. You knew what this man's previous history was. Then once in the relationship, how many times did this man have to show you who he still is? Mm-hmm. And then you want to get mad that this man is impulsive about blackmailing because that's what it... They, they went from... I think Billy went from what was it, trying to expose them to actually blackmailing them. Yep. You know, and then she's like, oh, so now you want us to commit a crime? And he's like, well, you gotta do whatever it takes. That was it for her. Yeah. The the other, one of the weird things, though, is that she kept asking, telling Billy that he needed to go talk to Victoria to, I guess, try to mediate things and it's like that's that was stupid yeah I didn't understand why she why did why would she think after especially after what Billy did why would she think that Victoria would do anything to help him yeah I didn't understand that part and you'll get to see that on Monday because I like I always throw nuggets out there she actually did run into Victoria and it was a waste of time 
and I'm think I'm thinking about hold on a second. Are you about to leave? Okay. Be careful. All right. Um I mean, did she actually think that that was going to work? I'm going to go to your ex and tell her to help us to um to protect us from your father. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, why why would you think that she would be willing to help you guys? <laughs> I mean, seriously. But it you know what? She was and then got mad. That's the thing. She got mad because Victoria didn't help her. She said she stonewalled her. I'm like, girl, what did you expect? Did you expect right. oh my God, for real? I'm gonna help you. She yeah. worked for the Newman Empire. Her daddy yes. owns Newman Media. Her dad uh, is part on the board of Newman Lock and Newman and Lock. I guess that's the new name now. And she, you actually think that you're going to go up against, you're going to protect them, the competition from your own, from her father. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. Right. <laughs> it, he did it once, <laughs> but uh, Billy didn't blew his chances of, of her help with all the crap that he just pulled. Yeah, I kind of wish they would have found a way to get Jill involved. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if Lily was going to talk to somebody, mm-hmm. talk to Jill. Now, I don't know if Jill would have had any success talking Billy off the ledge with this whole idea. But something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, instead of going to Victoria, I just did that, that whole thing just did not make sense to me. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, so Gaines showing up at the house. Oh, yeah. Now, at first, they didn't believe, but he, when he said, I really want to get after Victor, but most often, I want to definitely get after Adam. I'm like, he just tried to tap into your... Yep. He tried to tap into uh Billy's um passion and hate for Adam. Yeah, and Lily, uh, Lily sees it. Yeah, she saw it. So. Now, she, now he got this dude put up in a hotel somewhere, asking for Camilla Rhodes' letter to prove that Ashlyn um didn't get anything. So here's my thing. <laughs> this is, he's so stupid. <laughs> so they he, just say this black. He goes and blackmails him. Mm-hmm. Which he tries that on Monday. I don't know what the outcome is going to be because it's moving into the next day. But just say he goes up in there and legitimately Adam and and Victor is like, oh, please don't publish this. Is he expecting them not to? I, I, I'll publish this if you... If you stop, if you continue to come after us, I'll publish everything I know about Ashlyn Lott. How did he actually think that they gonna? I don't know what it's just. It's just laughable <laughs> because he actually think that's gonna work. Uh, who knows? Well, I know, but I mean, in his the way his thought process is, I'm gonna show up at at Adam and Nick and Victor's office and say. I have the letter from Camilla Rose saying that, you know, Ashlyn Locke didn't get it. He's a crook. He's a criminal. He fraudulently changed the will. And I'll publish this 
if you don't get off my back. Don't you know Victoria is going to come after you for that? Because you attacking her husband again. I guess she. I guess he doesn't care. Girl. Yeah. So it's just now that's this storyline is hilarious to watch. Now this one is interesting to me <laughs> because it's so crazy. <laughs> and the thing is, we you know we saw that preview next week of Adam offering Lily a job. Mm-hmm. And I, that that was um one of the things that I said some months ago, like when when the uh, can't remember what was going on around the time, like how far into the the feud they were. Mm-hmm. But remember, I said it would be funny if they did something to where they will offer or Adam will off- offers Lily a job, and then Lily gets so fed up with Billy that she accepts it, or or they put Adam and Lily in a relationship, which I don't think will happen because they're dealing with um him and uh, Sally, but. I think it would be funny if Lily accepted a job from from Adam and, and left Billy over there. Like, look, I've tried to talk you down off the ledge too many times. You don't want to listen. You want to be hard-headed, and you're turning this into basically um, a, a way of getting back at Victor and Adam. Like, your whole... His, his whole thing since he's been at that company has been trying to figure out how to take down Victor and Adam in some way. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't blame her if she left, and I hope that she does. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, she needs to walk away from this, but unfortunately, there's another twist on, on Monday. Okay. So, and I think Lily is, is just... This is what... This is the same thing that happened to Victoria, the same thing that happened to Phyllis. You know, when you go down that rabbit hole, that's all I can say without giving away too much. But it's it's like, really, this is what you're going to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, girl, you got, I mean, it ain't, you talking about a company that you run and it's been the biggest thing that you've ever had since rehabilitating your life after coming out of prison for the whole Hillary thing. Mm-hmm. And you about to take a turn because you can't let this dude go. She need to cut Billy loose. She, for her own sanity, she need to cut that dude loose. I agree. Because until this man gets some help over dealing with his anger with Adam, he gonna keep just like he tried to take Ray down the same rabbit hole with him a couple weeks ago. Anytime that he's feeling some kind of way about Adam, he tried to lock himself into somebody that's going to come down this whole trail with him. He need to stay away from Stay away from Billy. Shoot, until he go get his head on straight. Go get some counseling or something. But anywho... All right. Did you have anything else on that one? Um. No. Okay. So the next one. What we got? Oh, Nick and Phyllis. 
Mm-hmm. Phyllis get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Phyllis is making a mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. This ain't Nick has several times tried to apologize and fix this thing, and she keep trying to pick apart the situation and self-sabotage to make this thing fall apart because yeah. she knows she won't be somewhere else. Yep. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I feel like the fact that she's giving up so easily is like the, the biggest clue to she just doesn't want to be with Nick anymore because I think she wants to move on to Jack. And I don't think she's admitting that to herself right now. I think she's mm-hmm. still in denial. But the man apologized. And and the way that she's talking about his family, about how she hates her, his family, it's as if this has been some new revelation to her. And it's like, you've never liked his family, so why all of a sudden is this, like, so, like, why is this getting under your skin so much now? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Nope. And um, she, she was it that was talking about oh I think it was when she was talking to Amanda and she said something about how she how much she she supported Nick and she you know listens to him griping about his family when they were in Italy they had a great time at Summer and Kyle's wedding but then and she was like and I went to um, wherever Victoria's wedding was we went there and you know I had to be around his family. I supported him when he didn't want to go to Victoria's wedding. And I went to the wedding by myself and the reception by myself. And it's like supporting him would have been you staying in the room with him or not you going down to the wedding yourself. You did that because you wanted to go down there. Exactly. Like if you hate his family so much, if Nick isn't going to the wedding and going to the reception, why would you want to go? Yeah, but you know why though? Well, yeah, because Jack was there. Exactly. So if it was Jack like stayed home. She wouldn't be worried trying to get up there to Tuscany. Yeah. So it was like, no, you you weren't supporting Nick. You did the you got. It was like she got mad at Nick for not going to Victoria's wedding. Right. And yep. then she stormed out, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down there with your family all by myself, and I'm gonna go to her wedding." And it's like, nobody's forcing you to do that. Like, what are you going down there for if you hate them so much? Exactly. I would, I would think that it would be the opposite and that you would somewhat be happy about him not going there because that meant that you didn't have to go because you seemed to not want to go to the wedding in the first place. Yep. I mean, so, you, you hate this, this family, the one that you hate so much. Yeah. You were willing to go down there by yourself. You were willing to go to the wedding and sit at the ceremony by yourself right you know so it's like girl stop i mean and the thing is she been she didn't have contention with the newman family for years mm-hmm. so like you said earlier why all of a sudden you acting like this is a new revelation yeah and nick was nick was at odds with his sister not phyllis so <laughs> I, it's i just it's like she was mad at Nick. She was mad at Nick for being at odds with his own sister because she couldn't also t- 
take her shots or her digs at the Correct. Correct. And it's, uh, I don't know. It was confusing. Yeah, well, the thing <laughs> is, because I mean, I will say when Nick had already told her, look, because sometimes what happened, I think I said this before, you know how you get into a conversation where somebody's complaining about a family member or their significant other, mm-hmm. and they talk, oh, he did this, she did this, they get on my nerve, I can't stand them, they did A, B, C, D, E, and this, that, and the third, and then the moment you say something, they either justify, make an excuse, or say, don't talk about, oh, you know, I, I prefer not to have... All they want you to do is just sit there and let them vent. Right. And I honestly think that's what what um, Nick wanted. Now, he had already told her, please, you know, I understand that your feelings is motivated because you don't like my family. She should have just stopped right there. If somebody said, hey, you know, I just need you to listen. I don't want, you know, I understand you might not like my family, but I need somebody to vent to. Then you just need to sit there and just let them vent. Right, you know what I'm saying, but she got mad because she wasn't allowed to say her piece on his family when he already said, "Look, I just need you to listen." That's what he was trying to say. Yeah, and she tries to make it about her, exactly. Just like does many other conversations, she's turned she turns it into something about her. Exactly. Do with her. You know, and then the other part of this whole thing is like, she's like, you never stand out for me. You never stand out for me. And Nick was like, wait a minute, I fought for you in this whole tale against my sister. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did that. You did that. And then she went right back to the same old nonsense. Yeah. He stood up against her for his family many times for her sake. Yep. You know, when 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 um Nikki was telling him not to be with her, when, you know, other members of his family, Victoria, Abby, they all had problems with Phyllis. What Nick do? He stood right in there with her. And you don't remember any of that? Right. But you won't sit up and yell at this dude talking about he never stands up for you. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Just... A, you know, Nick need to leave you right where you stand. Yeah, and this this is the I think I've said this, or maybe it was just in our messages. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the first time I've ever like wanted Nick to just break up with her because it's she's just overreacting, being dramatic, and she it's just it's she's just doing a bunch of unnecessary stuff. Yep, like I've never I've always that's always been my favorite coupling is um, Nick and Phyllis. But it's like now she, I'm over her. I'm ready for her to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's, cause, and then it's over dramatic. Yeah. You, I mean, um, what is that girl name? What's her name? Michelle. What's her last name? Stafford. Yeah. Michelle Stafford. Mm-hmm. She really over-dramatized this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, she was so melodramatic. It was just like, girl, stop. You, It's just, it's just too much. Yeah, it was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's a, you are up for me and all this emotion and this screaming and this whining. And I'm like, oh my God, that looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the things that um, 
really annoyed me this week was that that lunch that they had with Nikki and Jack. Yep. And that little back and forth um, with them talking about Victor and then she rolls her eyes and says something very like um, sarcastic and you know just trying to be a smart ass and it's like why would you do that when he's already told you please don't talk about my family like that mm-hmm. like we know that you hate my family I don't need you to add your little two cent and it wasn't even a, situ- a, a, a situation where she even needed to say anything like just shut up and then Jack throwing his two cents in girl yeah and you know why she did that I mean she she wanted to lob a grenade in this situation because she knew what the out she she had to know what the um the outcome would have been to that yeah and just lobbed the grenade in there because she knew that was gonna cause a major a major thing. She stuck it to stuck it to Nick on purpose. And it's like, you know what? And that's why I said what I said to you, Lucian ain't for the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was done with her. And not only did she do that, she does it with Jack. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, didn't they have an argument about her friendship with Jack or didn't they bring up something about her friendship with Jack and he he oh he said every time something goes wrong you go run into Jack and then she tries to downplay and it's like how do you not know or realize how inappropriate it is that this man who's who has confessed to you and to Nick that he's still in love with you and yet you still like Nick said you go run into him every time there's a problem Exactly. That is so disrespectful. I I don't care if you don't have feelings for him. You know that Jack has those feelings for you. So it's disrespectful for you to go to a man that's in love with you and vent about your relationship problems. Well, the other part of this is that she had the nerve to get mad at him because of the fact that he happened to mention that he had a conversation about her and it's like, oh, who you telling that to? Who you been talking to? Uh, yeah. I think that was last week, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah. And then yeah. you got the nerve to get mad at him. But you, every time you look up, you're running to Jack. So what's the problem? I mean, come on now. You cannot say it's something wrong for him having one conversation. He had one conversation with Noah and Sharon. She didn't have several with Jack. Right. Several so, with Jack. So- with with uh with alcohol involved, <laughs> right? And this man already said, professed to not only you, but to your current boyfriend that he's still in love with you. Mm-hmm. How would you? Uh, what do you expect him to feel? Come right. on. You know. So that's why I'm like, you know what, Nick, move along, move along, because yep. this girl, she's trying to destroy this relationship. Yeah. Um, what did you think about that scene with Nick and Sharon? Was that that was last week or this week? Mm-hmm. What did you say? The the conversation with Sharon and Nick and and uh, Noah. Noah. Mm-hmm. I think that was last week. I remember us talking about it or um, messaging about it because I I think I said something about when Noah made the comment of um, maybe it's because you never got over mom. Right. Like, 
where the heck did that come from? First yeah, of all, that's what people <laughs> was wondering if they were gonna put Nick and Sharon back together. I hope not. I don't want to see that either. I don't care if Nick and Phyllis aren't together anymore, but I don't. I dislike the Nick Sharon couple. Yeah, let's not go back there. Yeah, we get just like I don't. I don't. I don't want to see Phyllis and Jack together again either. No. Mm-mm. Um, but, but yeah, I feel like they pulled that one out of their butt when Noah brought that co- that little comment up because it's like they've had an opportunity to be together before Phyllis and uh, Nick got back together and it it wasn't there like so then Noah says that to him but then this week I think it was on Friday's episode yesterday yesterday's episode um um was it when he was talking to Victoria uh-huh. and she said something about um how he he's never seen anybody else make him as happy as Phyllis does. Was that Victoria he was talking to that said that? It, it was something about how happy Nick he is when he's with Phyllis or... Yeah. You're talking about Nick, right? Or Jack? Nick. Nick. Nick yeah. Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah. That was... Um, that happened. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And then he... And then Nick said to himself he was basically agreeing with her. Mm-hmm. So then it's like we've got one end of the spectrum where Noah's is... Um, speculating that Nick never got over Sharon and then this other side of the spectrum where Phyllis is the only one that has ever made him as happy as she's ever seen him so I don't know I don't know what they're trying to do here yeah it, it just <laughs> don't make any sense it's, it's just I don't know if they're trying to swap them out or what but whatever it is, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see it. I don't want to no. see them swapped out. If they're going to break up Nick and Phyllis, put them with new people. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I I was so over that, you know, because I'm like, I'm sick of Phyllis. You just, you whining, complaining, and being yeah. so melodramatic. It's like, girl, just go ahead and break up with the dude and move on. Please. Please, please, please. Stop trying to make this all his fault when you right. know you want to get out. Right. So. All right. Oh, wait. What about um? so when Nick and Victoria were at Society um, what was it? What happened at Society? Oh, Adam popped up. Mm-hmm. And he makes that little that little smart comment about I guess I guess I wasn't invited to this sibling reunion or something like that. <laughs> but you know what I got I really have to say Nick gotta stop with this jealousy. He just have to it's come on dude. You <clears throat> act like you are a twelve year old. Yeah. It now, is ridiculous. I mean you just got out of rebuilding your relationship with Adam and just because your daddy mm-hmm. decided to do something different then you're gonna take it out on him. Adam ain't taking. I mean, for you don't know how long Adam has been out of the fold with half of the people in the town. You know, and now I mean, you are you expecting him to say, "Well, hey, you know, I gotta be on the same um, same plane with with Nick, or he needs to be." It's just, I'm like, dude, it just it's it looks so immature to be 
turning his nose up to this man and Adam come over there with a peace offering. Yeah. And I was like, dude, grow up. I will say though, Adam there Adam probably could have kept the, the comment to himself. Like he knows that Nick is in a hard spot right now and where he's on the outs with Victoria and with their dad. A simple hi guys or you know, hey, how you doing would have been good enough instead That's of him true. instead of him taking a jab. Knowing that Nick is, (laughs) yeah, that's true. You know, um, what I did not like is the fact that both Victoria and Adam did not tell Nicholas what was going on with Abby. Yeah, I didn't understand why they didn't do that. It it would be different if he wasn't one of their siblings, but he's a sibling too. Like, there's no reason why he shouldn't know. Yeah, it it was almost like they. It was almost like maybe they feel like it should come from Abby, but it's like, no, that's his sister. And you guys are his siblings too. You can tell him what happened. You know, yeah, because they, you know, I know they said they want to keep it private and in the know, family. Right. So why wouldn't you tell Nicholas? Yeah. You know, I, it's not like you were telling some random person, like you went right. and, and told Devon, you know, or told. I don't know, somebody else not related to the family. Well, now Phyllis knows, and Phyllis feels like Phyllis is assuming that Nick knows. Phyllis found out before Nick did. Yeah. And so, so I she bet... got even more pissed off. Yep, because she felt like Nick was just keeping something from him, or for what's really you you and Nick are on the outs right now. You and Nick have, you, you're telling everybody that you and Nick broke up, so why would he tell you? Mm-hmm. but um, you can tell she feels some kind of way about it because Nick didn't say anything to her and I think that's how Nick is going to find out I think she's going to say something to him about it um, and that's how he's going to find out and he's going to be even more pissed off because Adam knew before he did mm-hmm. and Victoria knew and Victoria didn't say anything to him so well, he's really going to feel like thing. an outsider Victoria knows that um, Nick didn't know. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Adam oh, yeah. assumed that Nick knew. Yeah. So, because Adam looked at him with everything going on in the family, it's really crazy right now. And when he was like, well, what is that supposed to mean? Adam got really annoyed by that statement and looked at him like, well, everything don't revolve around you and kind of walked away. So Adam thought he knew. Victoria knows that he didn't know and she didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So, but I still, I'm not going to let Adam off the hook because I was expecting him to say, you don't know what's going on. How can you be like this when Abby is going through this? And then Nick would have been like, what do you mean? Abby going through what? That would have opened the door. But Victoria realized when Nick was asking her, what, what, what are you talking about? And then Victoria backed off and didn't say anything. Now, she's horrible for that. Yeah. Well, so I give her the, the heaviest weight to that. Adam, I give him half of the weight because he assumed that Nick knew. Yeah. Which still, I just, yeah, because Nick is going to be pissed off. He's going to be like, How's all this going on and nobody in the family? Because his mama ain't even saying nothing. Right. And he going to be pissed off at that because she going to be like, how you going to tell Adam, but you didn't tell me? Right. (laughs) 
Because that whole conversation with Nikki was ridiculous. I'm like, at what point are you going to leave that boy alone? And it's not like it's something that they have to wait until they see Nick to tell him. Like, just pick up the phone and call him and let him know what's going on. Right. You know, and that shows the disconnect in that family. That y'all just that disconnected that, you know, everybody tiptoeing around each other. Victoria don't want to say nothing. Nick mad at his father. Nick mad at Adam. You know, and Abby is going through her own stuff. And Nikki is just, she playing a lot, going along to get along. You know, and it's like, I can understand in so many words why Nick is so disconcerted with his family. Because they are, they just all over the place. Yeah. You know, and now with this whole thing with Abby, he knows nothing. Yeah. Your your father, your mother, your siblings know, and you the only one that don't know what's going on with Abby. That's crazy. Yeah, his feelings are going to be hurt when he finds he out. Be hurt, and then to add uh, insult to injury, Phyllis gonna come for his neck. How dare you didn't tell me about what's going on with Abby? And he's gonna be like, "What the f you talking about?" Right. <laughs> And she's going to feel real stupid. She's going to feel real stupid when she realizes that Nick didn't know. Here's the other thing. Do the Abbots know? I don't even think Jack knows. I thought... Was Jack not... Oh, no. Jack wasn't. hasn't been over there. No, Has Jack been. doesn't know either. I imagine... Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I imagine Ashley is probably going to say something to him. Well, as of yet, she ain't said nothing. So, you know, it's like, because then what if, now I could see Phyllis running to Jack saying, I can't believe that Nick didn't tell me what was going on with his Uh, sister. Yeah, I could see that happening too. And then Jack, if he don't know, he's going to be like, wait a minute, something going on with, this whole thing could just go crazy. (laughs) blow up into smithereens all because people don't want to talk to nobody yeah that's crazy but anywho um and then ashlyn is getting ready to go to peru so obviously this whole they're trying to probably write the script that he's going to be miraculously cured so interesting yeah we'll see i don't know if that's the case but that's the way it looks all right, did we miss anything? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, so we are done with the Young and the Restless for this week. Let's <laughs> move on to the second part of the show, which is The Bold and the Beautiful. And for the week of November 1st, it's uh, Steffi warned Hope to keep her advice to herself. Hope pleaded with Brooke to recall something good about Deacon. Deacon left Sheila and poured his heart out to Brooke. Though he wasn't happy about it, Eric conceded to Quinn's demand to banish Donna from their lives. Mm-hmm. Which piece you want to take? Uh, let's do Hope, Hope and all them first. Um, Steffi needs to take a step back. Now, if Hope, need, if Hope want to do something with her father, Fine, but she kept going back and forth. You can do what you want with your father. No, you can't. You got to stay away from Deacon. Right. You can do what you want with your father. (laughs) Steffi, which one is it? Right. 
Yeah, she. I. I, I think it was unnecessary the way she kind of after she overheard their conversation, the way she went in there, basically raising her voice to hope. Like it's not that that serious, Steffi. Like I understand you hate Sheila, but. I don't think it was necessary for her to go off on Hope the way she did. Yeah, and how she talking to her husband, too. It's yeah. like, we're not trying to have Liam 2.0, okay? So, you know, don't I, I, he, I, I'm not saying he needs to be disrespectful to the least, but it's like, look, come on now. I understand you upset and you don't want this woman around, but please don't treat me like a child. Right. And I wish he would say that to her. I wish he would stand up to her and tell her you, you're my wife. You're not my mother. I'm not five years old. You need to stop talking to me like that. Yeah, because she talked to me. them like, woof. I was looking at that girl like, girl, come on now. You slow your roll. Yeah. Come on now, somebody. I know you mad, but it's almost like she runs the household. And yeah. it, it, I just, I'm like, writers, come on. I mean, Liam is flaky enough. <laughs> so, you know, at least have this doctor kind of stand up for himself a little bit and say, I love you, you my wife, but at the same time, I'm not a child. That's all he got to say. Yeah. I know you want me to stay away from from Sheila, but she making these demands like this man is his is her kid. I'm like, ooh. Yep. Too much for me. <laughs> yeah, she's she's overdoing it. Mhm. Very much so. Very much so. Now is Sheila dangerous? Mm. Yeah, she can't on the loose cannon side. Yeah, she's doing some crazy things. But I'm glad Deacon walked away from her, though. I am too. I, it was. It never made sense to me that he thought teaming up with her was going to be a good idea for him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he walked out and left her right, and she, as he should. If yep. you want any chance with hope, you got to detach yourself away from Sheila Carter. Sheila's worse than Deacon ever was. Yes. You know, Deacon so, was just a little nuisance. He yeah, wasn't... I don't right. think he was ever dangerous. He never... I don't think he ever tried to kill anybody. That's he was just... Saying. I mean, she. that's one thing about Brooke, though. Brooke liked to demonize people who she don't like. Mm-hmm. She would make them out of the hole. Oh, he's, he's, Deacon is dangerous. And uh, did you see Friday's episode? Because I know you. Yep. Okay, because I saw it on Paramount Plus. So I don't know if you guys have Paramount Plus. You get to see it, I think, yesterday due to um, the memorial of Colin, Colin Powell. You know, um, the shows did not come on CBS yesterday. But um, I did catch it on Paramount Plus. And Hope held Brooke accountable. She did, yeah. I love every minute of that. Yes. So let's talk about that for a minute because when I saw that, I was like, that's what you, you got to show people facts. Because when you get caught up in all this emotion that Brooke is trying to project on how horrible Deacon is, what it came back came down to is the fact that you cheated on Ridge by sleeping with your your, your daughter's husband. A baby came out of this. And you don't want to take accountability for it. And now you want to make him look like the bad guy. Right. That's What's exactly what she did. That's exactly mm-hmm. what she did. She did She did her dirt. But yet Deacon was the only one that was 
made out to be the bad guy. He took advantage of her. She was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. She, I, I just, I couldn't help myself. He was too charming. You know what I mean? Always an excuse with her. And she never takes accountability for the stuff she does wrong. And that's the worst thing, you know, and that's why this whole thing that was going down with Queen and Carter at the time and how, you know, she demonizes Queen. Because, I mean, did Queen do a bad thing? Yes. But you, and I mean, she was still with Ridge. Ridge happened to be away at the time. This man, you said, seduced you. But you got the final choice to whether that man gained access to you. Right. You chose to sleep with him. Y'all, you ended up pregnant in the process, and Hope is here to this day. That's why you getting mad and making him look like he's a horrible person because of all the mistakes you made in that moment. Right. And I like the fact that um, Hope brought that up, talking about some point there was some love because you had, and she was like, no. That wasn't no love. She was like, okay, then what was it? In order for you to lay down with this man, you had to be in the middle of something. Some feelings, yeah. And there's nothing Brooke could say. And that's what I've been... I I like storylines that when people throw mud, I'm going to throw something back at you, but it's going to be with facts. Mm -hmm. And Hope did an excellent job with that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, she was like, and who are you to keep my father away from me? You chose to, he's my father. Right. You might not like the fact of what you did in that moment, but hey, I can't, I'm a product of that. Right, don't punish me. Don't punish me for something that you felt like a, was a mistake. Like, you, you can't take any of it back now. That's my father, and I want to get to know my father. What I didn't like was that she kept the way um, Hope kept saying how come I don't have a say in this or how come um, it was something like that she kept saying something like how come I don't have a say in you know whether or not I want to I want my dad in my life and I'm like you do have a say because you're an adult like why are you acting as if these people can force you to stay away from your father yeah. Yeah, I don't get that part. I mean, it's, I mean, with both Finn and, and Hope, it's like, I understand these people are yelling and telling you what you can and cannot do. And I didn't like that whole scene with Ridge and Liam either. Mm-mm. Because it's like, we got to do our part to, to protect and keep them from them. And I'm like, okay. And, and it's cr- it's one thing for I guess, Ridge to say whatever. But I'm like, Liam, your father is a whole tyrant. The worst. <laughs> I mean, it's like, dude, how you gonna... Deacon is a byproduct of the usage of your own father. Yep. He used Deacon to get his dirty work done. <laughs> but you acting like this man's gotta be, oh my god, I'm gonna... Put on my big boy pants and I'm gonna stand up the deacon. I'm like, dude, sit down somewhere. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's what I want. I, <laughs> I want Hope to to say something again about how awful Bill is if Liam or when Liam brings it up again to her mm-hmm. that she needs to stay away from Deacon. 
And it's like, we can write a whole list and compare the stuff that my dad has done compared to what your dad has done. And the only reason he's been able to get away with it is because your dad is a billionaire or a millionaire, whatever. I mean, listen, Tyrant, I mean, no, Tyrant, Lord. Um, Bill makes Deacon look like a saint. Right. <laughs> so... Nowhere near. He is nowhere near the the madman that Bill is. <laughs> I mean, you just got out of jail because this man committed actually, even though the whole thing was an accident with with Vinny. But he tried to cover it up by throwing away evidence, got your butt landed in jail. And yeah. you used to call Deacon dangerous. Okay. Right. If Deacon was a millionaire, he he would be um he would never have gone to jail for any of the stuff that he did either. It, yeah. Literally, all it is is the the whole the class system thing. Right. Bill can buy his way out of trouble where Deacon can't. Yep. And that's the crazy thing, you know. That's why I'm I'm hoping, just like uh, Hope had that accountability conversation with Brooke, she need to give some facts to Liam too. Like you just said, like, mm-hmm. you know, you said when the moment Liam started talking about he can never come near our kids, Deacon is dangerous. Well, then if he can't come near my kids, then Bill can't come over here either. Right. And see what he say about that. That's when my flip the script. But we haven't that scene has not happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But if that was to happen, you know. She should be like, okay, since you want to talk about dangerous dads, all right, cool. So since I can't let Deacon come over here, you can't let Bill can't come over here. Right. And he's gonna be like, Well, what do you mean it's not the same? Oh no, it's not the same. Your dad is worse. Worse, yeah. Yep. Bill is way worse. <laughs> Bill is way worse. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that whole conversation. I mean, they him and Reed's like, we gotta do everything in our power. We gotta stop them. And I'm like, these are grown people. These are adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all trying to treat Finn and Hope like children? All because they're trying to figure out who their genealogical lineage is. I mean, come on. Yeah. So what did you think about this whole thing with Deacon confessing how he he never stopped loving Brooke? I'm like, come on. Not another Brooke. <laughs> Nobody can get over Brooke. I know. <laughs> um, so that part of it wasn't really too much of a shock. It was Brooke's reaction. Like, I feel like Brooke is going to soften up on him. Ooh, but what is that going to do? Ridge going to be pissed. Bridge is going to be livid. Yeah, Ridge <laughs> is going to be pissed because if, in fact, because you see he's over at the house and Hope is hugging him. Yeah. What the heck is either Liam or Ridge walk in that door and see what's going on. I hope both of them do. Yeah, because you remember <laughs> Brooke said Ridge would be here soon. You remember that? In, um, yep. He was like, I took a risk coming over here. So I'm hoping in Monday's episode, this is what we get, you know, because then what's going to happen is Hope going to stand up to both Ridge and Liam. That would be great. She needs to, just like she stood up to her mind. Yep. And but the thing is, after that all settles down, Ridge gonna be pissed off mm-hmm. at Brooke for letting them in. Yep. 
Yep. But I would, I will say that was a tender moment that, you know. That yeah. You know what? I've never really, I've never not liked Deacon. Like, you know how most, most of the time the, the bad guy on the soaps, it, mm-hmm. you know, you don't like that individual or whatever the case. I've always kind of liked Deacon because I've never really thought he was that bad of a guy. I just felt like he had, you know, kind of had bad luck. He made stupid little decisions and mm-hmm. he would try to take shortcuts. I mean, I'm not saying that I agree with some of the things that he's done, mm-hmm. but I feel like he was always used by the people with money to to do their dirty work. Right. Or, you know, to to pull off some scheme or something like that. Um, yeah. So I've always, I've always actually kind of liked Deacon. Yeah, I mean, he he was just like a menace. He wasn't this <laughs> devious, deadly, dangerous. Like he wasn't a male version of Sheila Carter. Mm-mm. You know. Um, and I mean, even the last thing we remember besides him teaming up with Quinn was it Quinn he was teaming up with? He did at one point. Right. The other thing was when. Um, Brooke fell back back into alcoholism. He was the one to take her to AA meetings and stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. I mean, you sitting up there calling this man dangerous all because you don't want to take accountability for your choices back in the day. You know, and then this man has done. I mean, he's done some things, but he also has helped you too. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. which is some of the. And she started having these little flashbacks of them sleeping with each other. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, I would lose it if her and Deacon had another affair. <laughs> but you know what? Let him go ahead because you yeah. don't need to say nothing else about Queen. I mean, come yep. on. It's like it's one thing if she was the virtual, you know, of of morality. Then yeah. maybe she might can say stuff about Queen. But with your history, you ain't got ish to say. Not a word about Queen. <laughs> not a word come on you you didn't cheat on me with you didn't cheat it with folks on your daughter your sisters and everything else come on right man please i'm surprised ridge is still with you <laughs> yeah well and ridge, ridge, ridge don't have no room either, either. <laughs> right, both of them. the two morality people are the, of the of the season this year and it's right like, how y'all sitting around here talking about what everybody else doing when y'all got a whole history? Y'all got kids to prove that y'all been in different relationships with people. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else with those with that storyline? Um, 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 I don't think so. We are you already touched on the the Sheila and Deacon. Sheila yeah. breaking or not breaking up, but in in quotation marks breaking up, um, because her her next step in the scheme was even more ridiculous, trying to fabricate love letters to each other while he was in jail. Girl, she had a whole plan. <laughs> oh, how we met and our anniversary and all this. I'm like, please, <laughs> let's not go there. Just let it go. Oh man, and I'm, I was so glad he walked out on that Me girl. Too. I'm like, thank God this is all because I was saying, dude, Deacon Lee, just leave. Yeah, me too. So when he finally did, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to Chris Allen coming over, um, Taylor Taylor's role. So, yeah. 
how's that going to play out? Because maybe if they bring in Deacon back for Brooke, would they end up, I hope not, but would they put Ridge back for Taylor? Yeah, I don't want to see that either because, you know, and they'll be together for maybe six months and then something's going to happen and Ridge and Brooke will be back together again and Taylor's little heart is going to be broken. So, um, yeah. Don't but, even that, but the rumor mill is is that um Taylor's supposed to be hooking up with Bill. I don't know how that's gonna work, but you know, they're see. gonna rewrite history. <laughs> well, like the they've... thing is because it's not Hunter Tylo, it might work. Mm-hmm. You know that's what they're saying, but I guess yeah, they got to give you know they got to give him something. Don Di- Don Diamond something to work with, you know, because he ain't been on screen for a while. Yeah. Since the whole jail thing. Well, he about to have this little triangle going on with um, Carter, so. Yeah, so we'll see how that go. Speaking of <coughs> Katie, um, you ready to switch over to the storyline of um, Donna getting kicked out? Yes. Okay, so um, do you think that was a little extreme? Him firing Donna? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to sever ties and say you can't, we can't be talking like this no more, but to kick her out of the company. Um, I don't think it's extreme, only because they, <clears throat> the three of them constantly undermine Quinn and Eric's marriage and I know you know Quinn did what she did I get Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. but at the same time it doesn't give Eric license to just do whatever he wants to do either it doesn't make it okay for Eric to um to go and or or Donna for them to flirt with each other like they're they cross the line and it's unprofessional like okay they're family they've known each other for decades or whatever but it's it's unprofessional for one. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is now uncomfortable with our relationship. I can't have you working outside of my office every day, um, you know, and trying to recount our history together and licking honey off of your fingers. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think she overreacted, and I don't think she was wrong for telling him. I don't like Donna around you because uh, look what's happened. Right, she needs to go. Yep. Um, and it ain't like Donna is a an executive or a designer or you know what I mean. Right, she's a receptionist. Right. Receptionist. Yeah. And I never understood why they needed her and the other and girl. Pam. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why do you need two receptionists at the same time in front of somebody though? Sitting at that little desk. That was always right. stupid to me. It didn't make sense, but um. Katie was not happy about that. Quinn mm-hmm. can't tell him who to fire. Well, Quinn told him, but he chose to. You know, I yeah. mean, she could have easily said, I need you to fire her. And if Eric said no, she would still be there. But Eric chose to let her go. Right. So but don't if- make this all about her. Eric made the final decision. Oh, yeah. But you know they are. She manipulated him into doing this. This was, this is, this is vindictive. They're they're gonna put it all on Quinn, and, and it's like they don't they don't even see they don't even see where 
what happened between him and Donna was wrong. Right. They're justifying it. They're acting like it's not a big deal. But um, let Taylor come in and start licking honey off of Ridge's finger. I bet Brooke would change her mind about that. That's or even me. Deacon. What if Deacon just professed his love for her and you didn't kick him out? Right. So this man told you in your own house that you still that he's still in love with you and you still let him stand there. So it ain't too far fetched, and let's see how Ridge feel about that. Which right. I, I don't think that she's gonna tell him that. Oh yeah, I doubt it either. You know, it always when it benefit them, it's fine. But when it don't, and it's somebody else, they always got a problem with it. Yeah, yeah, they're severely downplaying um, what happened between Eric and Donna. Now, my pro here's the big, there's a hundred thousand dollar question though. Now that Donna's not around because he only got that arousal because of her, mm-hmm. how does that affect him going forward with his wife? Because obviously he can't get that way with being around Quinn. Yeah. So that that was the other thing. Like, is he being honest about how he feels about Quinn? Like, does he really want to be with her or was it because he thought Quinn was his only option because he didn't realize what how Donna felt about him. So my thing is he needs to take a hard look at how he feels and he needs to be honest with Quinn. And if it's if it's that he isn't really still in love with her like he thought he was and that he was only asking her to come back because like he said he excuse me, he didn't like being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, then he needs to be honest with her and let her know you know what I I thought that I was okay with us getting back together I thought I wanted to work on this but I don't think I do I don't I don't think that's what the answer is and I we need to part ways mm-hmm. because even when he um, came back to the house and told Quinn that he fired Donna it was like he was so heartbroken over it yeah he didn't and it's like, do it but he did it just because yeah and it's like look if this is bothering you that much like if you for whatever reason can't keep Donna out of your life they don't have kids together they don't have any ties other than the fact that Brooke is his uh, daughter-in-law and that's Brooke's sister yeah they've known each other for decades but why do you feel the need to have your ex-wife in your life like that your ex-wife that has confessed that she's still in love with you. Like, do you really need her friendship that bad? I'm right. thinking. <laughs> yeah. Do you need it that bad? So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Quinn should, should ask him, like, or maybe give try to give him an out and tell him, like, look, I'm not going to be upset with you. I just want you to be honest and tell me the truth. Do you want to be together? Or do you want to divorce? Are your feelings for Donna that strong? Or are they stronger than what you feel for me? If so, we can part ways now. We'll get a divorce. We can go on about our merry little way. But I'm not going to continue to see you moping around this house all upset because you had to fire Donna or because I want you to stay away from Donna. Yeah, because sooner or later, he's going to resent Quinn. Yeah. He's going to be walking around there knowing that his stuff obviously can work. Okay. But mm-hmm. because it's not happening with her and he sent that one person who can make it do what it do, 
um, away, he gonna start to resent Quinn. Honestly, at this point, I mean, what? I it's this is gonna be interesting to see where they're gonna go with this. Is Quinn gonna revert back fighting Katie over Carter, or is um is Eric going to be sneaking and creeping somewhere at a a house or a motel or somebody with Donna. Right. You know? So something's going to have to give. Yeah. Because she can't get intimacy from him and he can't get an arousal from her. Right. So they both actually in the same position. <laughs> <laughs> They the thing is is that um I don't know like you said when they when he was gonna divorce her he should have went ahead and did it and if he didn't do it she should have said nope I want a divorce yeah you know but she want to stay the matriarch of the Forrester family but you you paying the price though yep there's a price to pay to stay in that position because he can't do that with you right. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go, but for those Logan girls to not see how what was going on with Donna was inappropriate, and they keep calling it, it was innocent. Innocent, yeah. How is that innocent when you hugging and this guy getting a, getting a rise off of you, and you like, ooh, and you encouraging it, and girl. Yeah. And I think I will also be pissed off if I was Quinn, that they even know about his intimacy issues. Like, why are you telling these women about your issues, about our sexual um, uh, business? They don't need to know that, and they shouldn't know that. But you know, girl, Eric, is he he don't respect that girl. Yeah, he doesn't. Because respect comes in different things, and don't not only me stand up to you know, these women against them attacking her. But the other part is this is sometimes private issues and private matters need to stay behind closed doors. Yeah. You don't go discussing that at the office with your exes. That's crazy because both of them, Donna and Brooke is his ex. Right. You know, and of course they don't like this girl. Why would you even talk to them about this when you know them girls don't like your wife? Yeah, that's that. Uh, I've it's so never understood that either. You know how they feel about her, and yet you continue to talk about you guys' issues to them, and then uh-huh. you just let them bash her. Like right. you, he just stands there and lets them bash her. Oh, I know you. You and Quinn don't get along. Oh, love yeah, they bash this. They bashes his wife to his face. Yeah, and that's they all don't have respect for him either. Right. And that's all he'll do. He won't defend Quinn. He he won't like truly defend Quinn. He might say, "Oh, I you know what I just said. Oh, I know you guys don't get along, or I know, I know how you feel about Quinn, blah blah blah." But you never hear him put his foot down with them. Uh, obviously, won't put his foot down with them because they keep doing it and right. tell them, "You are not going to disrespect my wife. Stop talking about her like that to me. Yeah. I'm not listening. I'm not going to hear it." And if this is what you're coming in my house to say, then you need to leave. Like, he's never done that. Mm-mm. Yep. So, I, I just... 
That's why I and I get in these groups and everybody want to bash Quinn and all of this. And I'm like, dude, the problem she's only part of it. The mm-hmm. major problem in this whole situation is Eric. Yep. He's the problem in this because people was like, oh, and she did this and she did that. I said, yeah, but at the end of the day, he still chose her. Just like I said about Lily, I don't feel sorry for Lily. You chose that person that you got. Eric chose Quinn. He yeah. chose to stay with her after the fact with the whole Carter thing. He set up the entanglement. Yep. He ended the entanglement to get back with her, and the next day you rubbing up, I mean, licking honey off <laughs> your ex's finger. He's the problem. Yeah. Now, Quinn, she could make a decision to walk away from this because, I mean, with all this going on, you accepting, I mean, yes, she's yelling and screaming and telling, you know, Eric, I can't take this. You need to stand. I'm your wife, blah, 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 because she made a stand last week. Mm-hmm. But at some point, if he continues to be sloppy about their marriage and talking to all these folks, she's going to have to be like, you know what, dude, I'm doing this. This is too much for me to be going through all this with you. You know, so, um, I mean, yeah, he got rid of Donna, but, you know, once Brooke find out, she's going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. Brooke, Ridge, Katie, they're all going to retail in that office. Well, Katie knows. So, because Katie um, was like, she can't do this to you. It, mm-hmm. This was all her Quinn's manipulations, blah, 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 blah. And Donna was like, stop. Eric chose his wife, which is the truth. Yep. And Katie couldn't say nothing to that with all them crocodile tears of hers. I'm like, stop. Y'all know what y'all doing is wrong. Was it last week or yeah it was, it was, no it was, it was this, this week. week it was Wait. Thursday I missed the episode it was Thursday because... but it, it was this week when um she <laughs> was explaining to Brooke and Katie how Quinn cornered her in the office and oh that was this week yeah, and yeah she that, was... that was like Monday or Tuesday I think talking Maybe. about how she was in fear of her life girl please <laughs> My thing is, you had no business licking that honey off his finger. Your sister had no business running to your to your house to talk to your husband about what she know. Mm-hmm. Eric had no business just letting Brooke talk to her, him any old kind of way about what she knew. You know, it's just messy. And ain't nothing like a man just allowing folks to come into his house. You need to stand up and say, look, stop talking about my wife. Stop talking about my business. This is not your business. You need to, this is not your place to be involved in. And the moment he started feeling some kind of way when he was in that office, he needed to walk his butt out of there. Right. Not sit up there and like, ooh, let me see your finger. and Let me see what I want to try. I'm like, come on, dude. Really? And then even when, so when he went to, um, to give Donna the news that he was gonna that he was gonna terminate her. Like all of the extra stuff he was saying to her before he told you know let her know that he was gonna have to let her go. I've I've never had anybody make me feel as happy as you do. You're just such a breath of fresh air. You light up the room. Like you're so positive. I love this and this and this about you. And it's like inappropriate eric <laughs> but you know all of that is inappropriate that, right? 
would you say? You know why they did that, right? Why? They was trying to build that whole edge of to bring oh. the you bring the fans up to the ledge thinking like, Oh my god, he gonna break up he gonna break up with Quinn and then he mm-hmm. dropped that bombshell about but you know what, I'm gonna have to let you go. Cause I was yeah. like, Y'all dirty for that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it made it look like he was giving mixed messages. Yeah. And he I mean, he simply could have said something like I, I I've all, I've always appreciated our friendship. You know, you've always been a kind person. Um you know, stuff like that. Like just general nice compliments if you wanted to pay her some compliments. Going into the um I've never had somebody make me as feel so much joy as you do and all of the stuff that he was saying to her was it was overboard and it was inappropriate. Yep. So there was a I mean there was a nice there was a nice way that he could have gave her some compliments without it sounding like he was in love with her. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is true. You know, it's like Yeah, I I'm curious to see what direction they're going to take this in because neither one of them are going to be able to get pleasure from each other. And the thing is, at one point, Quinn is probably going to be longing for Carter and Eric is going to be longing for Donna. Y'all just need to break up. Yep. Just in this situation, I really don't want the whole Donna... Eric reunion again. It's like, do we have to go down that road? Right. But I mean, as for Quinn, yeah, she need to let that go. I will say she should have, like I said, they should have pushed her over to to Bill. Quinn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really would like to see that parent again because they both are fiery personalities. I think mm-hmm. just like Adam and Sally. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Hmm. All right. So, did we have anything else? Or we got everything? I think we got everything. Okay. Well, we had a good show, girl. Yep. I will say again, I miss Spencer every time. I was sitting up here thinking, like, man, I was waiting <laughs> to hear him all. Oh. So <laughs> I'm so used to him, but you know. I know. Uh, Okay, so we got to do our flip the, flip the script segment. And guys, for those that are new, what that is, is um, if there's a particular storyline or scene that you wish you could flip, this is where we flip the script. So what do you have for this week? Um, for Young and the Restless, it would have been the scene where um, Amanda was telling, or Devon was telling Amanda that um, he, you know, was at Atkins basically giving her some support because of what happened with Chance and although Amanda was being nice and understanding um, I wish Amanda would have said, you know, I, it would be nice if you would be here for me while I'm getting ready to testify against my grandfather um, Abby has plenty of support uh, you can go hang out with her, you know, after this is over, but I really need you here with me now. Instead of just kind of, I feel like she just kind of rolls over and it's like, okay. 
Mm-hmm. You do what you need to do. I'll be okay over here while I'm getting ready to testify against this dangerous man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. And then um, on Bold and Beautiful for for Eric when he was when him and Quinn were discussing, you know, all the stuff that happened between him and Donna, instead of him making excuses and trying to justify the whole thing, um, I wish he would have just been honest with Quinn about how he really feels or at least admit that what he did was inappropriate because wow. he he instead of admitting the inappropriateness of him and Donna's um, interaction, he tried to justify it. Ah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that was good, girl. Thank you. Alright, so for um my flip the script, the moment when Lily found out that um, Billy was going to use blackmail to try to take down Newman, Adam and Victor. At that point, I would have. She, he, <laughs> he wanted blackmail. I would have put a, a um, ultimatum. You go through with this, you lose me. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Pick one. It's either the Newmans or it's me. Because I, I can't do this with you. Mm-hmm. And then with bold. Um, it would have been again with uh, Finn. Finn needs to tell Steffi, look, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you're concerned, you know, and I, I know from all the times you told me what has happened with your mom and Sheila and everything, but please don't talk to me and treat me like I'm a child. I'm an adult. I need to make this decision. Yeah. I still can protect you and my son, but I have to be able to you think for myself on what I need to do here. Yep. Okay. Because I'm tired of Steffi yelling at that dude. Yeah, me too. It's just getting ridiculous. It make it's emasculating to me. I just, I, ooh, it's like, come on, you ain't got to treat that man like a kid, right? You know, I mean, it's bad enough we got Liam again. You don't <laughs> need Liam 2.0, right? Because they tell him what to do, and even Ridge trying to train him. So whatever all right girl we had a good show i'm glad to have you back we made it work Mm -hmm. yeah i know we had a lot going on this weekend yes yeah you gotta work tomorrow i do unfortunately (laughs) okay all righty all right girl well until next week um i think i did drop a few nuggets uh well i had a couple like i said i you know um Lily and look out for the Lily and Billy situation on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is happening on Monday? Something else I mentioned earlier. I forgot what it was. But, um, yeah, I don't have a lot. I mean, Monday was an interesting episode, but it wasn't like dropping a lot of bombshells. So, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's still, it's okay. It's a pretty decent episode. So, All right, so until next week when we recap the week of November 8th, everybody stay safe and be blessed, and we'll see you next time. Bye. We love you, Spencer. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. 
Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we will welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.